Okay, I'm here at the Game Developers Conference online at uh, Austin, Texas, and with me today is a special guest, or some special guest, so how about you guys introduce yourselves? Oh, hi, I'm Eric Saring. I'm the producer of the Dream Machine game, one of the finalists here at the Indie Game Pub competition. Hey, and I'm uh, Anders Gustafsson, and I'm the de game designer of the Dream Machine. Okay, so what's what's the Dream Machine about? Can you talk about uh, the game design gameplay? Behind? Sure. It's uh, an old-school point-and-click adventure game made out of uh, made by hand using clay and uh, cardboard and uh, old popsicle sticks and uh, pipe cleaners and what what inspired the game uh, I, i'm always i've always loved uh, point and click adventure games and i've always been a bit bummed that they weren't out of, st out of style so uh, i we made it the game that we'd like to play uh, in a style that we enjoy yeah and um what were some of the challenges when you first uh, started. Did you did you prototype it, or was it mainly uh, you, since you're you're basing it off of an adventure game format? Did you just go directly into development? I guess we did. Yeah, we had a brief prototype of uh, the first uh, island uh, level or room, uh, and we tested that out, see if it, the concept worked. And uh, once um, we got started, uh, we got Eric found some money. And uh, we got started after that uh, to build it properly. Yeah, the first sets I, I actually built uh, at home at my kitchen table. We showed it to Anders, and uh, at the time we had really boring day, or ordinary jobs, and felt that we had to bring, you know, at least five minutes of pure love back to the, you know, yeah. the place out there. So we decided to, you know, we we made a, a demo, and from that, just you know, for the past two years, it's things have slowly. Yeah. you know been progressing from that point two years ago um, when you made a demo I mean what so the clay stuff must be really uh, time-consuming how, how did you expedite that process and what did the demo include the demo was uh, only the first two rooms that you encounter in the game very brief uh, but it, it was a proof-of-concept uh, thing and we showed it to a lot of players as many as we could and, and they seemed to enjoy it so but expediting the building process that, that's that's not. We I'm haven't not, really done that. I mean, it takes. I'm, a, I'm an expert, you know. I, I I used to have my own animation studio for a couple of years, doing stop motion sets and stuff. And I was, you know, crap at building sets at then back then. But now I'm really fast. So the process is not. I mean, if I would use Illustrator or 3D yeah. stuff, it would take the same amount of time. It, it actually goes faster now. Because we light the sets and the characters at the same time, so we don't have to all have all these render passes, okay. you know. So yeah, and the um, the demo you talked about funding. So did you guys try to get outside funding, or did you guys just use your own funds to actually make this game? Oh yeah, well there's this thing in in, in Scandinavia called Nordic Game, where you oh, yeah. can apply for EU money. So they have the bad taste of you know spending like three million. How much? Three six, I think. Six million yeah. Swedish Danish crowns that equals uh, six hundred thousand euros or something like that every year. Two times a year you can apply for that, and they give that to you know really small developers, not yeah. the big com companies that you know have the momentum to sure. to succeed on their own. So, so once you guys um, got that funding, what were you guys thinking at that point uh, in terms of how much time it's going to take and just motivation for getting the game done? Yeah, it's a good question, but. Uh, we thought we would, you know, <laughs> that we could, uh, with that money, work at lightning speed and everything would be finished by, you know, 
summer 2009 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So, but we it dragged out, you know, took longer because the project, the story evolved when we got the confidence and the money and the attention. Yeah. We thought that we should make this a really something really, really great. Okay. And yeah, so can you talk about um, that confidence evolving um, and the story evolving as you were actually getting more exposure and getting the funding and stuff? Well, the game is the the plan for the game. The stories has been set from the beginning, but I guess we've been more elaborate in the execution. The the rooms in the second chapter uh, look better than the first, and we've also once we got the money, we went back and and. and took all the rooms to the same level because uh, we didn't want to, uh, uh, to have this uh, threshold I mean, all of a sudden. Do, do you guys feel that money got in the way then of development because now you had higher expectations and you had more resources so you could buy more stuff that may not even be effective? Actually, yes. For, for quite a long time, for a couple of months, we were, you know, absolutely... I had my hands tied behind my back because you get this kind of uh, stage fright because... You have to yeah. deliver now. Yeah. Something you, you can't do it, you know, just for yourself. Yeah. So it got in the way, emotion, bit, yeah. so, psychologically, somehow. Actually, it did, yeah. didn't. Yeah. yeah. And, and right about that time was when we started inviting players and and had a lot of feedback from people. Yeah. So we just felt that oh wow, we have a lot of money now. Or it, not a lot, but a bunch of money, and yeah. uh, now we have all this responsibility to actually make a game because previous to that it was only Eric and I sitting in our uh, bedrooms basically doing this okay. thing for ourselves you know under a, yeah so um, so yeah and what, what were the playtesters saying at first when they first played it out surprisingly good pistols okay. right off the bat yeah it, this so, what, would you say it's the money that built the confidence or was it the playtesting that built the confidence uh, the playtesting I would say uh, once people saw this uh, what we tried to do we just got uh, a whole lot of love from uh, the interwebs and people uh, that were close to us. It, it is a crazy undertaking, but it also has a lot of heart, and I think that speaks to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Since we since we got to know Google Analytics as well, so we can see that a lot of people all over the world plays this game, and that is just mind-boggling. That gives us, you know. Well, so the game is already released, or are you in the process of release? Oh, we have the first episode out now. It's it's for free, and there are four remaining chapters yeah and that's supposed to be re- released uh, until sometime next summer or yeah. something like that so when did you guys release the game Anders? oh it, ha- it hasn't actually been released it's in open beta now so you oh. can sign up if you want to play the first chapter uh, but we all, the, the, only the demo is released uh, okay. officially but if you want to play it you can just sign up and you get instant access so since you have this, um, you know, it's being kind of beta right now and you're releasing over time, are you using any kind of way to keep um, potential fans informed of what's going on? Or are you having like Twitter and all that other social media stuff to keep people engaged? Or? Yeah, of course. We, we do the de- development diaries and the, the Facebook, uh, connecting people with Facebook. And um, any other surprises that came up while you guys were developing or designing this game that you had to resolve to make it work? Uh, surprises, I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, surprises. I mean, it's it, this has been our baby for almost two years, and the, yeah. the the most difficult 
thing is to keep the energy and motivation for yeah, such so, a long so time. So how, how are you doing that? <laughs> well, we give each other a lot of space. We never argue, me and others. Okay. We have a beautiful relationship, <laughs> so to speak. So, I mean, he, he feels that, oh, I can't stand this anymore. I have to do something else. That's cool. You, okay. you go surf or whatever. And I, it's the same for me. But at times we... Especially on this work at an insane pace, you know? Yeah. And yeah, a lot I mean, of stuff you, happens. So, since you're really focused on creativity um, and it has to be fun, are you spending, quote, full time on this or do you have to work on it part time during? Because, you know, after a few, well, a long time, maybe you're getting sick of working 40 or 80 hours a week. I don't know how many hours. Yeah, so but we, we can't back away now. We're yeah. in the middle well, of it. Well, I'm not saying back away. What I'm saying is that. Is it counterproductive to work more than 20 hours on yes. this every <laughs> You should make... Well, I don't know, Anders. But, I mean, we, we, with the funding that we've received so far, we, would, you know, we've been able to work full-time with this for a year now. Yeah. With this funding. So, um, but before that, we had to... We were, took, you know... We took on other games to... to commercial work, yeah. Yeah, commercial yeah. work. But you should make faster, smaller games, maybe. Yeah. Can you talk? Uh, is is your thing then for the PC only, or is it online, or, or what's the platform for it? It's online. If you have a browser, you can play basically on a Mac, uh, Linux, or PC, any computer with a uh, browser. So is it using Flash, or is it? It's Flash-based, all in Flash. And, um, you know, you said you have that Google Analytics. Do you know what the percentage is of men versus women who are playing this game? Is it... Well, it's uh, actually quite flattering because it's not 50-50, but I mean, we have like 30% women aging from 18 to 64. Okay. So yeah. m most of our audience is here in, in the States, so, but it's, it's a lot of women playing the, our game. Most are men between 18 and 29. 35. Sure. 35. And what would you say then, or why would you say your game got nominated for uh, the indie, indie pub contest. That's that's a really good question. I I, I think uh, a strong reason is the the visuals, of course, uh, yeah. and also the fact that it is a, a bit of a strange game. It, that it, it's grounded very much in reality, and it's about the relationship and moving into a new apartment. It it doesn't have any elves or trolls, and I guess uh, the judges were a, a bit tired of all that old hat uh, as well as we are. So maybe that's one of the reasons that. Should mention that the game gets trippier for every yeah. you know chapter released, right? So it's not all about you know. No, no, it's not uh, tidying the your apartment. No, 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 sure. <laughs> and and what's next in store then for you guys um, in terms of games or projects that you're going to do? I mean, we're we're at the moment we're being held hostage by our own game, so we have to finish that. And we constantly discuss new ideas, but they could be you know stop-motion short films or different kind of medias not necessarily because it's the narrative narra narration is which is central it's not in I mean games is fun but so we'll okay. see I don't know so when you say narrative what do you mean are you guys then just focus mainly on narrative and games are just a medium to express that narrative uh, yeah the narrative aspect is the most important for me at least uh, and I, I'm very much interested in what you can do with uh, games as a storytelling medium in, and do it in a, in a good way, not heavy-handedly or in interrupting the player and to tell a long expository rant. How can you actually do it subtly and embedding the story while into the gameplay, you know? Um, yeah, can you talk about this narrative stuff some more? Um, you know, what's compelling to you about narrative? Um, and, yeah, where do you see the potential there? I think the, the potential is... Uh, 
to embed the story, kind of hide, hide it in, into the gameplay so that you, the players actually get the story told to them without really noticing it. Okay. You, you, don't break, you never break away from the gameplay to, to tell a story bit, you don't treat them separately. And that's uh, of course a, a, a huge challenge, but I think that's the way you should tackle it, not uh, interrupt and treat them separately. Can you talk about how you did that in terms of this game? Um, how you, and, you know, what was the story you wanted to convey and how you actually integrated that into the gameplay? The this, this story begins simply with uh, a couple moving into a new apartment and uh, uh, in the beginning you have uh, the romantic first breakfast uh, on the floor because the furniture hasn't arrived and you acquaint yourself with the neighbors and, and then progressively you find out that there's strange, strange stuff going on in the apartment building and you have to find out what that is and who's behind it. But the way we tell the story is... Um, you can, uh, as a concrete example, you can uh, look at all the boxes and he reads the description on the boxes. And just by reading the descriptions you find out that uh, the wife is pregnant and uh, their previous life, what that was about, what their friends had told them, they've given uh, little gifts and stuff. And, and that's the way, that's the way, the quite, quite subtle way to tell the story. You, you find out what's all the backstory without having been told it through a cutscene or anything like that. Yeah, are there any other subtle techniques that you're using to tell a story in a way that's not direct or, you know, hitting the user on the head with, hey, this is the story? Oh, that's hard to, that's hard to say. You, you basically tell the story any way you can. Yeah. And um, if the player seemed bored by it, you have to rework the concept, but uh, you could you can tell the story by a, a sound cue. It's subtle things like that. Uh, yeah, the visuals. The visuals, of course. Yeah, the visuals. Okay. And where can people find out more about your game or potentially play the game? We have a website called uh, thedreammachine.se. There you can go and sign up for uh, an open beta if you want to try it out, or the demo if you just want a quick fix. Okay. Thank you very much.